Hello, I'm Sergeant Dan Bagwell. Your pastor wanted me to mention a few words this morning to you. I've killed several people in the line of my duties. It is my American Republican duty. I have at numerous times come under fire for placing many criminals literally under fire. And I've murdered these unarmed people per se. Once this morning, in fact, I murdered a guy on the way to church. And I'll probably murder one on the way out of here today. I have murdered and beat the fuck out of people in and out of jail. A lot of times they're disproportionately black people. But I'm open to killing whoever I desire. I don't discriminate. I will kill your white child if I need to. I don't prefer to, but I will. So listen the fuck up. One time this one inmate, he was white by the way. He was making some toilet wine in his cell. So I drowned him with a winery swirly while his cellmate watched in horror. I said, if I catch you making crafty alcoholic beverages in here again, I'll kill you too. That inmate was dead. I just left him in the cell. But I think his inmate knew CPR, so basically as soon as I left, he brought that motherfucker back to life. That's the problem they've been teaching these criminals. These prisoners on our taxpayer dollars, all kinds of liberal bullshit. They're teaching them CPR and other useful skill sets. And they're getting them to clean up trash for the community. When they're cleaning that trash up on the street, they should place themselves in that trash bag because they themselves are trash. So anyways, I had to come back in there and finish both of the men off. And since I wrote the report, I said it was a lover's quarrel over illegal bootleg winemaking and even got another officer to go along with my story. I tasted that wine while I wrote that report and they did a pretty good job. The case never went to court. I kill a lot of damn people. I'm basically a serial killer with a badge. So what I'm getting at is this prom season is upon us. Be sure your kids know that I'll be on the street ready to bust them and even murder their ass if they get out of line. It's better I murder them before they kill themselves or kill someone else with a DUI. That means driving under the influence. Parents, lock your liquor cabinets up. Take inventory, and even try to drink your inventory if you can. You should all be worried that your kids will be dead after prom or pregnant. I'm Sergeant Dan Bagwell. Please, be safe out there, people. Little white church in the middle of the wood. A collar and chump just the best they could. Some folks like them and some folks don't. A cussing and a fighting in the old church hall. If you don't agree, better leave them alone like rape your dogs and burn your home with a little white church. When the church doors open, anything goes. Republican fundamental Christians go to the little white And now for the Trump Bible verse. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 5. Young women should be submissive to older guys like me. Can't they see I'm fucking rich? I'm smart too. A stable genius. Genius almost sounds like Jesus. You know, some people say that I am Jesus. 
So, I'm a stable Jesus. Women, lots of women, tens, a few nines, several eights, and a shit ton of fives. I never screw around with a five. They're always trying to get something from you. Welcome! Welcome everyone! Thank you ma'am! Put your top back on. Thank you, no! Thank you, and you, and you. But no thanks to you, Fred. Oh, fuck you, Fred. Sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. You stupid excuse for a man with a penis. Sit down. I'm your pastor, Bill Reagan White. Welcome to Little White Church, the church that ain't afraid to be ourselves. We cuss, fight, and worship the ever-living Trump. And sometimes we cry ourselves to sleep at night, sleeping on that wonderful pillow by our beloved Republican Mike Lindell. We're crying in frustration. Frustration cries. Why the fuck did you forsake me, Lord? What the fuck, Lord? What were you thinking on that one, Lord? Cries that are not pussy, snowflake cries like the liberals. We're just crying like a fierce Republican line. We're like, ah, ah. It just hurts. It's painful. It's painful. It's like, ah, it's just so sad. Oh, why you forsake me, Lord? We are not just crying about being fucked over on the day-to-day -day by the Lord. Like, why did you decide to kill my awesome dog, Lord, and my grandma on the same weekend? What the fuck were you thinking, Lord? But we are crying because our Republican dictatorship did not happen. Yet. Maybe one day, we will live in a free America that is forced to obey the rules set by the religious right. Fuck, I don't know. The devil is really working this country over like a $2 whore. So it's prom season. The local school is preparing to send a bunch of horny drunk teens unsupervised to do Trump knows what. There will be a dance and probably be a before and after party. And then there will be a shit ton of intercourse. That's the usual. That's the agenda. I mean, you guys can remember the stuff we did on prom night. I put my genitals in a couple of places. I probably shouldn't have. As a believer in our beautiful ancient religion. I'm sure that those dumbass barbaric people would just roll over in their mass graves if they only knew. Well, not to scare you, but it's going to happen again. But your kid will be the one doing the partying and sneaking around like a little bitch. So this is a sensitive, um, sensitive subject. And I don't want to offend any of y'all. I don't like to take things to a graphic level. But I know a lot of your kids are going to get a DUI tonight. Stop me if I go too far, but this is what y'all need to hear in this church today. Your children may be even brutally murdered or have sex with someone's daughter, household pet, furniture, or goat. It happens. Alcohol will get you there. If y'all don't believe me, just ask Barty Mill Johnson right there. 
If they only have sexual intercourse with a farm animal, that will be a miracle. If you have a son, I know you're worried to death he may get caught blocked by a police officer doing a breathalyzer. On the other hand, I know if you have a daughter, you're hoping for a DUI that kills her date so that your angel doesn't get penetrated by that vaping, dumbass, drunk-driving, adolescent, young teenage boy. We are worried that your kids will most likely be dead and burning in liberal hell by the end of this night. As you should be too. Oh, that's my special surprise for you, church. From the efforts of our local EMS, police, and fire department, we have put together a mock simulation of a DUI outside in our very parking lot. We had the local coroner provide us with real cadaver bodies to use in this simulation. We have a few members of the church who are going to act out the scene. This is the same simulation we did for the school on the football field the other year. It is extremely powerful, and I know I'm going to cry just thinking about someone's white privileged son going to jail or not getting some from his prom date just makes me tear up. <laughs> Wait, church. I I'm about to lose it right now. I'm just so foggy. I need Kleenex. I need Kleenex. Okay, let's go out to the parking lot and look at this thing. Okay, come out. Come out. Uh, watch your step. Wow, there's like a hundred dead bodies out here. What the hell? There's like a dead guy way up in that tree over there. And that one right there looks like he's in action, if you know what I mean. There are people just throwing every which way all over the damn parking lot. Yeah, this is pretty powerful. You smell that? That is death. Watch your step. Get where you can see. You can sit on a dead body if you want. These people were all organ donors, so maybe you should think twice about agreeing to donate your organs because I guarantee you we'll be using your organs in this DUI display in the future. Um, do you have any explanation to what we're looking at? I see like over a hundred bodies. The cops are sitting by their cars eating donuts. The fire department is spraying a crashed car that's not on fire while using the jaws of life to sever a cadaver's head off. I guess they just wanted to kind of see what the jaws of life would do to a cadaver. They are some sick fucks. Hey, y'all knock that shit off. This is a serious event. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's do a couple more. Yeah, dumb preacher. Hey, Pastor White, it's nice outside today. Do you mind if I go to the woods for a while? Barter Mule, you better stay. I don't want you to miss this DUI simulation. I don't know. It's uh, kind of sad. I get sad at these kinds of events. No, Barter Mule. Ever since you lost your legs in that accident and that Kentucky doctor gave you a moose legs transplant and you've been basically half man, half moose with a huge moose cock, you have been addicted to the outdoors and certain beastly activities with young, co wild animals. 
I think it's getting in the way of your relationship with the Lord. Oh, I just like to interact with the animals. I love the outdoors and seeing wildlife. Do you mind if I take one of these cadaver bodies to my bear lover? I, I mean, friend. His name is Yogi. We want to have a nice picnic together. No, you can't take a cadaver body to Yogi. You need to stop fucking these animals. I know when you first came out as a sexually reassigned animal fucker, I supported the hell out of you. I was in your corner. But now you are fucking these animals way too much. And it's gotten in the way of your relationship with the Lord Trump Vader. What's next for the church? A transsexual? Or a, God forbid, a a gay person. No, this is not what I thought I was inviting into my church. Well, do you think it's right that I put a moose dick into a human woman? I have a moose penis now. Look, I'm trying to do what's right for the Lord, and the Lord is calling me to have sex with a Noah's Ark magnitude of animals. Just like Noah. Please, Pastor White, don't stand in the way of the Trump, our Lord. I'm sorry, Barrymill. I guess I didn't think of it that way. It's only natural that you're using your animal genitals with the right, correct counterpart. It's okay. I forgive you. Okay, well, take that dead fat guy right there. He was an asshole who worked down at the steak shack. One time I asked him five times to refill my Diet Coke, and bitch tits never did. So I got up to fill it myself... And old Fatso said, what are you doing? And I told him, apparently you're fucking job, fat ass. Man, I'm glad to see his dead body out here. Yeah, take it, Barton Mule. He deserves it. His fat ass is probably in hell right now. Probably not bringing Satan his refill cup of demon jizz in a timely manner. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt your animal fucking conversation, but are you guys ready to start this simulation of your youth group being murdered? It's a great family church event. Yes, let me get out my index cards here. Okay, um, I'm going to read the setup to uh, what happened out here, everyone. Young John and Jane were leaving a wild-ass after-party after prom and were on their way to have intercourse at a sleazy drug and prostitute-infested hotel. Okay, am I going too fast, guys? Are you catching that? Young John and Jane were on their way to a hotel to fuck. Do you guys got that? To fuck. When they ran their car into a wild group of partying kids, drinking and having orgies, hundreds died. And that's what's all on the card to set the scene. Man, who wrote that? That was some good writing. Makes sense now. Crystal fucking clear. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh no, someone crashed into our DUI simulation. I think he is drunk. I think our simulation is not so simulated anymore. That's what I'm talking about. Someone just DUI'd our DUI simulation. These people out here are crazy. Well, we are about to see some more action. Excuse me, sir, have you been drinking this morning? Uh, maybe. Maybe a little bit. Alright, sir, get out of the goddamn car. Oh my god, did I do this? Oh no! I killed all these damn people! Right beside a damn church! Oh, I'm going to hell! Oh! <laughs>
Okay, now there's fire. That's better. Uh, I'm on fire! I'm on fire! I'm on fire! Let's bring him down. Hey, sorry, I had to shoot him. He was on fire and a danger to everyone here. Okay, the members of our church need to do their rehearsed parts. Hank is playing the dad of the DUI asshole kid who lost his life and caused the wreck. And I'm playing the dad of the slutty daughter who was going to do Lord knows what with that drunk. She also lost her life. A few others in our church are playing parents of the DUI massacre victims. We really have no rehearsed lines, so we're just going to wing it. Let's start. Officer, officer, what did my boy do? He killed basically the whole damn school with his alcoholism. He is dead. Oh no! Oh fuck no! The children! The children! Oh no, why Kuda? Why? That's his name, Kuda. You see, we named him after his mother's, you know. You piece of fucking rat shit. Your dipshit of a son killed my beautiful daughter. Her name is, um, uh, what's a good name for a damn lady? Um, her name is Valen Heather. We can call her Heather for short. You inadvertently killed her with your poor fathering. You no good piece of, um, shit. Did I already say that? Well, I said right shit. Um, you asshole. Okay, I understand you're mad that your daughter is a cheap whore who was just ready to throw it on my son. But it's not my fault your daughter was hot. I walked in on them doing it one time, and I tell you, she looked good. I even filmed it from the door crack. What the fuck, Hank? That was a little too much. Let's go, bitch! Ah, you come ah, here! No, ah, no, ah, you come ah, here! Come ah, here! Let go of me, Hank! Wow, you're a good actor, though! Damn! Uh, oh, that tickles! That tickles! Take that, bitch! Get out of my ass! Uh, get me out of this! Never! Uh, 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 Suck it! Uh, uh, get me out of this damn headlock! Your son is a drunk! I'm drunk too, bitch! Okay, so everyone knows I'm playing the part of a parent of one of the victims from the drunk orgy. So here we go. Oh no, not my kid Brittany. Um, that's a good name, right? It looks like the crash severed your poor head, baby. No, no, this is unterrible. And who is this with you? All over you. You sleazy creep. Fucking meathead. Piece of Fucking human cock garbage asshole motherfucker! Oh no! Oh fuck! It's my grandma! Oh, it's my grandma! I told you not to organ down! No, grandma! No! Oh, I love you! Not my damn grandma! Not my damn grandma! a good actor too. <sighs> I'm not acting. This is horrible. Her funeral was last month and I just got over losing her. <laughs> no. What the fuck, Lord? Why did you do this? 
no, 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 Insane! Wow! Everyone give yourself a round of applause! That was fucking incredible! Yay! We will be sure to do this again next year. Wow! I'm just shaking how good this display was. Fuck, it was good. Let's get back inside the church and worship. Um, are you gonna be okay, Leroy? <laughs> I watched NASCAR for all the wrecks Cause I love death so much Yeah, I love death so much Oh, give an AR-15 to my kids Cause I love death so much Yeah, I love death so much Yeah I get a little boner Every time they inject that stuff into murderers and such They want to take my guns But how will I defend everyone when the planes and bombs and tanks and all come down? Oh, we're publicly obsessed with the topic of all deaths We like sending folks to hell I guess war gives us boners. War makes me moan. song this week we'll have to act like we don't want all the guns for a week okay okay thanks let's go over these prayer requests pray for sister alberta's recovery y'all probably don't know this but she has been recovering from an accident that occurred down at her mill she runs that that damn machine that stamps out the little pieces of metal like uh, license plates or whatever well well, the day she went to work was hat day. And she wore this big-ass hat like you see old men mowing with. Basically a five-o'-goes-west hat, a sombrero sort of, a Peppy Gonzales hat. 
It was about three feet in diameter, which means how big round it is. I had to ask somebody. I wasn't sure what that meant, but I'm not a geometric geometry wizard, you see, and I don't claim to be. So somebody at work came by. Her name was Molinez, a Mexican woman, and she started talking to Alberta, which, by the way, is against the rules of the mill. You must never talk unless it's work-related. I guess I'm just a little surprised that this company was even allowing a hat day to happen in the first place. I guess they just wanted to make their employees feel like they were working for a fun, exciting, adventurous company. And not just the everyday American concentration camp. So Molinez was showing pictures of her grandkids on the phone to Alberta. Well, Molinez got finished showing the pictures and she started to walk away. And she was still scrolling through the pictures on her phone when a Haster truck, one of those trucks with forks on it, came driving by and the driver wasn't paying attention and Molina's wasn't paying attention. And she stepped out in front of that truck. Well, that truck ran Molina's right over, killing her upon impact. The driver hastily jerked the wheel, realizing he just killed someone. And that Haster truck flipped on its side and ran into a water valve hole. The wreck caused the driver's head to be crushed by the frame of the vehicle and the ground. And it killed him also, by the way. So water started spraying everywhere and water was accumulating everywhere. From that broken water valve pole, water just uh, shooting everywhere. They were behind on work in that factory, so they just kept working. Well, some of the workers in the area, in between the cycles of the machines going up and down, doing whatever the machines were doing, they got underneath Alberta's big-ass hat. They're all hiding under her hat as they waited for their own equipment to reset. Well, the floodwaters started to get kind of high. And the supervisors just kept yelling, Don't stop working! We've got a quota to mate! And I'll get maintenance on it or whatever. So Alberta and her friends kept working. How in the fuck the machines weren't tearing up, I don't know. But they just kept slamming. Well, the floodwaters got up past Alberta's face. And that little plant was covered in water. Some of the little Guatemalans had already drowned by then. Their bodies were just floating around. The supervisor just kept yelling, Get to work, you fuckers! Get to work! Anybody still alive had to keep working. And you know Alberta. She always wanted to do what her supervisors told her. That's why she's been employee of the month several times. She believed it was biblical to follow your slave masters and do whatever they tell you to do. Well, Alberta was about one foot taller than all the other workers that she worked with. Suddenly, a strong rapid current came down on a downstream, and a couple of them little fellers came by floating in the water, yelling in whatever language they speak that they don't know how to swim. They grabbed and clawed at Alberta's hat and started to pull her down. Well, in the struggle, she slipped one of them little Guatemalans into her machine, and it came down with a crunch. But there are still four more of them little fuckers grabbing onto that hat, trying to climb to safety and pull her down into the water. So she slung another one onto the machine, and she crushed down on another one. At this point, she was getting good at it, and she was liking her job for once in her damn life. But then the other two Guatemalans started swimming backwards. 
while one of them kicked Alberta in the face and into the machine. That machine crushed and mangled her body. It sent her body parts just a flying everywhere and down the line and into the water and floating all over the plant. So you guys pray for Alberta's recovery. Yeah, because they're still trying to recover all the pieces back together for a funeral for a showing. Yeah, because she died. I don't know why they felt so conveyed to have an open casket. But everybody grieves different. The supervisors at the plant even told them that there's really nothing left. But what are you gonna do? Oh yeah, that reminds me. Praetors is hiring now. Praetors was the place Alberta worked. So if y'all have a lazy family member or something that just won't get off their fucking lazy no good ass, send them to Praetors. Okay, I come to you with a sad heart. Brother Kevin Powell has taken a trip to Las Vegas to kill himself. Yeah, Las Vegas is such a sinful piece of shit liberal utopia. Kevin has been fed up with being a poor country redneck working a dead-end job. His wife left him for a black man. So I'm going to tell y'all something. Kevin Powell once said he would suck or fuck me for a measly $5 for the blowjob and $10 for full-on anal sex because all man-on-man sex is always anal. It's always anal. Either me fucking him or him fucking me. So I try to talk some sense into him. I say, no, I will not give you $5 for a blowjob, and I certainly will not give you $10 for a fuck. Which, let's make it clear, if that transaction were to occur, I would be the one fucking you, because I'm an alpha male, I am like Jacob from Twilight, and you would be like Bella Swan. I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you a dollar. Not for sex, of course, but because I see you're hurting. So let me make this clear to the church. Exchange of money for sex did not occur between me and Kevin Powell. So let's talk about what happened to Kevin. So I preached a message, as you recall, on the apocalypse. And apparently, it scared the ever-living fuck out of Kevin. He thought the world was coming to an end in a matter of days, which it is, let me remind you. He took out his life savings, which was like only $50, and went straight to Sin City, Vegas. So Kevin did drugs and gambled all night. A lot of you are thinking, how did he just do that on 50 bucks? Did he win big on the slot machines or something? Well, not exactly. He lost 50 bucks almost immediately when he started gambling. What happened was, he met a liberal celebrity in Vegas. I think it might have been uh, Robert De Niro or something. So Robert saw Kevin crying and asked him what the hell was wrong. Kevin told him that he gambled his $50 away and that he was depressed because of my end of the world message. Get this, Robert told him I was full of shit and that he should stop listening to crazy bullshit I tell him. So Kevin offers Robert his blowjob fuck special. 
I think it went up to $10 a blowjob and uh, $20 a fuck this time because he was talking to a rich Hollywood actor. Robert saw how desperate Kevin was and decided to help out. He refused the sexual bargain but helped out anyways. So Robert paid for Kevin's night out and Robert and Kevin banged so many people that night. So I hear that um, Kevin and De Niro went De Niro style on like some A-list actresses like Sandra Bullock and uh, of course he banged some hookers too. So Kevin did cocaine and let girls do lines of coke off his boner. So Robert had so much fun with Kevin that he is letting him stay at his guest house until he gets back on his feet and is helping him secure several acting jobs. Kevin now has a few million dollars in his bank. They are on the side of helping feed the homeless and donating and raising money for Planned Parenthood. I would like to read you this official statement from Kevin. Okay, here it goes. I am so glad that I left the church and met Robert De Niro. A few weeks ago, I would have called him a pussy and say his movie sucked. And that's because I was a loser who supported Trump. I was so Trump damn wrong. Trump is the worst president and he did lose the 2020 election. I know he did, but I just wanted to enforce my political agenda on the country despite the actual results of the election. I felt confident that a con man would easily be able to steal the election he lost and was disappointed that his attempt failed. I have learned so much from Robert De Niro, and he has made me rich. Fuck Little White Church. You guys are racist as fuck. I'm a liberal now, and I'm rich. Thank you for the tax break at everyone else's expense. I can't believe I once was paid by Pastor Bill White for a fuck at his discretion. I didn't even make the offer. Pastor White did. Fuck Pastor White. Okay, so there you have it, church. Fake news. So that stuff Kevin said at the end about me is completely false. I felt I needed to address that because um, Kevin apparently has been sending this letter to everyone. He even sent a copy to my mom, that son of a bitch. Listen. I did not have sexual relations with that man or offer him money. That's complete and utter bullshit. I want us to pray for Kevin though because obviously he has taken the way of the world and he's made a deal with the devil for money. The devil himself offered Kevin money and fame for a trip straight to hell once Kevin passes. You can either be miserable in this life or the next, so you just think about that before you take a multi-million dollar hell contract from the devil. Kevin is going to hell. He made his choice by taking all that money and fame and we need to pray for him that he changes his mind and he comes back to his trailer park in Florida so he can one day go to heaven. Let's worship Trump style. 
Republican style. Yeah, yeah, we're about to tell you how we feel about Republicans. Yeah, yeah. We're taking over huh. your airwaves. We got the church microphones locked down. There's nothing you can do. One, two, three, four. Republicans suck. You know it's true. They want to control every part of you. Oh, they tried so hard to catch a cold and flu. But Republicans suck. And so do you. Republicans suck. This is just the word. They all look like a big ass turd. Hey, Mitch McConnell, you can suck on my dog. Republicans suck. Republicans suck. Mitch McConnell sucks my dick. Ted Cruz suck my dick. Ron Johnson sucks the big one. Josh Hawley suck on it. Lindsey Graham, you suck on it. Marjorie Taylor Green, suck the ding dong. Kevin McCarthy, sucks big dick. Jim Jordan, sucks big wieners. Matt Gates, sucks big dick. Elise Stephanie, sucks big dick. Ron Gosser, sucks big dick. Republicans suck. My name is Karen. I'm the Children's Church Director for the Little White Church. Today we're going to read about Jesus Trump and his witch hunt crucifixion and attempt to be reinstated. Alright, everybody look. Look up here while I read. Thank you. Um, Put your phones down. What are you? Are you looking at CNN? Oh my God, get this kid out of here. Rough him up on the way out. Rough him up. Okay, let's read. Once upon a time... There was a man named Jesus Trump, and Jesus Trump was under a lot of investigations by the ruling authorities, a party for which he used to donate large amounts of money to, the Democrats. Jesus Trump assembled his 12 friends. Giuliani was there, the pillow guy, Jesus Trump's chief of staff, which would betray Jesus in a tell-all book soon after this, the children of Trump, but not Tiffany and the Congress people Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates. These future treasonists would have a wonderful meal and all of the disciples stuck Trump's foot in his mouth and drank his Kool-Aid for the last time. Then the election not happened and after several days of counting Jesus Trump found that he had lost. It was a terrible defeat for the millions of people who tried so hard to usher in an authoritarian dictator into power in this United States of America. Then the followers of Jesus Trump stormed the Roman Capitol building and escaped certain death due only to their skin color. Even the news outlets that followed the previous riots of the black Romans were forgiving of the white Trump followers who tried to destroy our senators and congressmen. And now we wait for Trump's glorious reinstatement. His return will bring the hate back into our heart and we shall once again be able to practice open racism in the streets. May his return be swift and shall he use his double-edged tongue to slay all those with common sense and intelligence to see that he is a grifting salesman with no common ideologies with a poor white man. Wow, I got a little thick there at the end. Pretty much just says Trump is awesome. Trump 2024, 2028, 20 whatever. I can't count because I didn't finish high school. All right, anyway. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that's been our story. You kids can go back and let's make sure that that CNN watcher never steps foot in this place ever again. Thank you. Parents, once again, the GOP has laid it on my heart to speak to you about your child's safety. Tonight, we need to discuss your plan in the likely case that your son, well, not your son, but your daughter gets knocked up. If your son does, unfortunately, place himself into the warmer seats of a female, a teenager female, in her fun zone, and he is permitted or takes it upon himself to release his DNA package into this fine young woman, he has a few options. Of course, only one of those can be openly discussed from the pulpit, but since I'm not standing at the podium right now, I'll talk a little more. Little Harry. Your beautiful baby boy turned man doesn't have to face child rearing alone. Hell, he doesn't have to face it at all. He definitely has the opportunity to absolutely do nothing with the baby. That is a solid yet expensive option. Now, the mother could pursue an abortion. All right, all right, hold on a minute and listen. He could persuade his girlfriend or lover to just go down to the clinic and see what they say. He doesn't have to know. They could agree to not talk about the results or something. I'm just saying, wink, wink. Most of y'all know that I'm talking about, right? The doctor down there told me that this church makes up half of his clients. So really, I may be preaching to the choir. Another option is to get married and then work all the time. It's a proven fact that if you aren't home, you can't watch kids. I mean, that was one reason for taking this job. I hate little kids. I don't start taking interest in little boys and girls till they're at least 12 or 13. Sometimes earlier if they mature a little quicker. If you know what I mean. Amen, Brother Billy. Amen, Hank. Amen. Anyway, if you own a daughter and she finds herself with a child, you can always take her down to the Planned Parenthood and get advice on how to hide the abortion. Oh, come on now. Come on. Just listen. Just listen. Or you kick her out, make her raise a little coochie monster alone, and with that asshole who thought condoms were too itchy or something. I've never used one before, I don't know. But I have had to go through the turmoil of teenage pregnancy two or three times in the last few years. Thank God I only have boys. Those girls of mine. Anyways. I ain't asking you to ask them about safe sex or whatever. I want your children to experience the full prom adventure. I personally purchased a few kegs and am having a huge after party at the hotel next to the convention center that night for any of the more at-risk or wilder teens in the group. Which reminds me, I gotta print out a few more of them NDAs and get my attorney to sign on shit. Alright, well, I'll be in the back office if anybody needs me. Just knock first wait for me to open the door, Trump, damn it. Thanks. Let us pray. Dear Father Trump, we pray that you keep your hands all over our teenagers tonight as they go out and visit the prom. Father Trump, we pray that you'd keep your eyes on them just like you did Jeffrey Epstein's call girls. And you picked out Melania from that group. And you brought Melania in, just like you gonna bring us in, Trump. We pray that you would bring us in. Bring us in to 
your hands. And keep us there and hold us there. And tell us to just shh, shh, shh. Don't say anything. Shh, shh. Just hold us there and tell us it's going to be all right. Even though deep down inside we feel like it ain't. Father Trump, we pray to you now. During the visiting hours of 8 to 5 to Mar-a-Lago Golf and Resort. And we pray that you hear us as we ask you to cover us with your DNA. Cover us and let us prepare our bodies for your service. In your name we pray, Donald J. Trump. Amen. Let's discuss what I want to talk to y'all about today. Jesus Christ told me not to talk about it. He said, I wish you wouldn't tell them this. But Trump then spoke to me in my head and said, don't fucking listen to Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And that I should tell you a prom story of mine. Y'all know my feelings about prom. It can be a boy's passage to becoming a man, an alpha male, a lady's passage to being a whore, a real cum dumpster, possibly even a single mom, or it can be the road to hell and death, eternal damnation forever and ever if your youngin' is not careful. So let me tell you our prom story y'all can tell your kids before they go out tonight and destroy their lives and possibly the lives of others. I'm gonna drink a few beers if you don't mind, church. I find it helps calm the nerves when I'm recalling this story. Okay, let's get started. So I was a freshman in high school in Alabama. It was two weeks before our prom. I was a highly respected student and I was the leader of the Future Christians of America Club, or FCA, I like to say. Part of my role as a Christian leader was to try to get decent, decent Christians to join the club. We wanted to recruit some popular kids because I'm telling you, a lot of my fellow members were, I hate to say it, a bunch of fucking loser nerds. So much like the way the Church of Scientology recruited Tom Cruise, I sought to recruit Donovan Mitchell. He was our Tom Cruise, except more handsome. Donovan was a tremendous quarterback and also an amazing basketball player. He was 6'8", and all muscle, and just handsome as hell. He had beautiful, blonde, flowing hair. He looked like Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell, but much better. This guy was hot. So our future Christians of America Club, FCA, wanted to get Donovan on the hook to join. So I thought the best way to do that would to be to become a towel boy for the jocks. Because it truly was the best way to get close enough to Donovan to be able to recruit him. 
I used to, in the name of Jesus, provide the jocks with a fresh towel and assist, if need be, to dry their packages and muscles when they got out of the shower. I myself sometimes took showers in their locker room before they would return from practice. Well, one day, the jocks came back earlier than expected from practice, and I was in the shower singing Freebird. I was butt-ass fucking naked singing and washing my junk. If I leave here tomorrow, would you still remember me? For I must be traveling on now. Cause there's too many places I've gotta see. So I'm singing this stuff and Donovan and the rest of the basketball team come in. Whoa, what the hell, man? I was immediately embarrassed. So I tucked my penis behind my legs like I was Buffalo Bill. Hey, I thought your practice uh, ended at seven. Um, yeah, it's seven, dumbass. Nice singing there, Billy. No need to be embarrassed. Let your cock hang out proud. You saw us. Let's see you. So I untucked my penis. That's probably bigger than yours. Oh, shut up. Donovan and the others approached me with such authority I was both intimidated and unsure of their motives. Thank you, sir. Uh, let me tell you guys. You guys are fantastic ball players, I must say. Let me get dressed and get those towels for you. Hey, Donovan, it looks like Billy needs a towel. Donovan stopped me with one hand to the chest before I could walk away. Like, I can't help but see that you're wet. It does look like you could use a towel. I thought, oh no. This basketball team is about to gangbang me. Okay, look. Look, you guys are really, really attractive guys. But I'm a Christian and I'm not gay. It's a sin for a male penis to enter a tight male sphincter. It's not religiously sound. I can't lead you boys astray. Jesus Christ said you can't be a gay. I'm sorry to break it to you. What the fuck? Everyone, let's get a towel and whip this motherfucker. They bit my ass over and whipped me with their towels until my ass was raw cherry red. Yeah, get him, ah, get him. Ah, 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 We're ah, not good, ah, boy. Ah, we may ah, be whipping a boy's ah, neck and ass ah, with a towel, ah, but it's all for boiling ah, porpoises. Ah, I show you that. Ah, I'm sorry, fuck my ass. I know you boys are straight. Just let me go. Okay, hold on. Let me chug this beer, church. Okay, next beer. Okay, church, uh, listen to me, you bastards. Here, I'm gonna pull my pants down and show you. Look, you can still see the scars. Look at my ass. Look, you can still see the scars. 
No, no, that's my butthole. Look at my cheeks and my taint. You can still see what they did to me. It was fucking intense. So I go to Coach Bobine Gooner's office and I show him my ass in private. Son, I think you got the wrong idea about me. Look, I don't think you're gay. I wish people would relax for a moment. I'm not accusing anyone of being gay. We are just two obviously heterosexual straight males having a convo about my ass. Um, excuse me, I mean butt. I need you to look at my ass, my, my butt, in a professional, thorough, decisive manner. Can you do that for me, Coach Gooner? This right here is what your basketball team did to me. Jesus, kid, your whole glutes and taint are devil red. You need me to go to the school nurse? I, I need to go to the school board. This should not happen to a Christian believer in Christ, Jesus Christ, Deborah, the savior of straight people. Just look at my ass, coach. I mean, the only thing I can compare it to is our Lord being crucified. Gooner took a shot of whiskey he had in his desk and just stared at my ass. Alright, what do you want me to do about it, kid? I want you to demand that Donovan Mitchell join my future Christians of American group, FCA, and allow me to get Jesus to work on him. I want Jesus Christ to go to work on his ass like Donovan and his buddies worked my ass over. If you do not comply, I will go to the school board and I'm pretty sure you will be terminated. And Donovan and your whole fucking basketball team will be expelled before the big game next week. Gunner took another shot of whiskey. Alright, alright. You got it, kid. Donovan isn't going to like it, but you put me between a rock and a hard place. So Donovan was forced to join my Christian group earning me a Christian Iron Cross. Okay, listen up, church. So I want to take this church bus down to the high school this morning and protest the prom. Are you with me? Let's go, church. I'm driving. I'll preach the rest on the way over. I'll tell you the rest of that fucking story. We'll bring plenty of beer with us. Let's fucking go. Okay, everyone on the bus? Oh, sit the fuck down, Fred. Shut the fuck up, Fred. The bus is moving, Fred. Everyone, the bus is moving. Get seated. Safety first. Okay, now that we're all in the van, let's recap. The jocks beat my ass in the locker rooms with the towels. I blackmailed Coach Gooner to get Donovan Mitchell to join my future Christians of American group, FCA. So let's continue. So later that week, we had a spiritual meeting after school. Welcome everyone, we have a new member. You all know him as Donovan Mitchell. Doesn't he look fantastic wearing our FCA shirt? Jesus Christ, he looks good. I mean... Thank you, Jesus Christ, we have him. Oh, 
yeah, he looks incredible. Hello, I'm Brenda. Why, hello, little lady. Welcome to FCA. Okay, this kind of got under my skin a little bit. Brenda was the girl I've been trying to seduce ever since I got to high school. She was absolutely gorgeous with big knockers and a hind end to boot. I'm telling you, she was hot. I guess I kind of shot myself in the foot by bringing Donovan on. I thought I better ask her to prom pretty soon or I'm going to be in trouble. Okay there, Brenda. Let's don't overwhelm him. He just got here. Donovan, would you like to start by telling us what Christ means to someone like you? Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the South. Everybody I know who worships Christ, some more than others. And I can tell you guys are the some more than others sort of people. So, is there... um? Anything, uh, so to speak, you you happen to do to a certain someone's butt and taint, and you would like to apologize and ask Christ for forgiveness? Uh, not really. No. I expose my ass to the group. <gasps> oh my God, Donovan! For you to enter the gates of heaven. You need to admit to your transgressions. Nah, I'm good. I knew I needed to play hardball with Donovan because I could tell I was getting nowhere. I happened to do some research into Donovan's past. So I have a personal file on you, Donovan. It looks like your grades are around a D average. Mostly failing. It looks like your mom died last year in a car wreck. Oh, what a shame. Don't you want to see her again someday in heaven? Or do you just want to go straight to hell? I'm just telling you like it is, Donovan. Uh, how the fuck dare you look into me? I fucking quit. You guys are lame. Donovan got up to leave. Donovan! Christ can change your life. You can have an A average. Okay, maybe a B average. Your mom is in heaven. She wants you to join her one day. I was looking in on you to see what struggles God could help you with. That's all. We want to help you. We want to... Be your friend, Donovan. That's all. Let Christ come in you and devote yourself to this group. Look, I'm not going to stand in your way. I will even pull my threat of going to the school board about the, you know, towel incident. All I want is for you to be the man, Christ, wants you to be and one day after you pass on to join your mother in heaven <laughs> the ball is in your court Donovan I'm telling you I was good back then because that young man started to cry <laughs>
I do want to see my mom again. I need help. Oh, come here, baby. Everyone, let's hold Donovan. Christ, we come to you to help Donovan become a man who does not bully others and is going to be an A, uh, a B student, more likely. Whatever you see fit, Lord, change Donovan's life. Today, Lord, not tomorrow, not next week, today. Confess Christ is Lord, Donovan, and ask him to come, to come, to come in you now. Ask him to come in you. Do it, Donovan. Come for me. Come for me. Uh, come in me, Lord. Christ is Lord. Come in me. We did it. Yes. Fuck yeah. Great job, Donovan. Christ came in you. Do you feel different? Um, like, a little bit, yeah. I guess. Then I saw someone come up that was even hotter than Brenda. It was Donovan's girlfriend, Bridget. She was smoking hot. She wore a tank top that you could pretty much see through that damn thing. I saw two look like pink broom handles poking through that shirt. I almost passed the fuck out. Hey, I'm here to pick Donovan up. Why, hello, I'm Billy White. I'm helping Donovan progress in the Lord. Donovan is now a safe man. He gave his heart and life to our Lord. Oh, that's great, Donovan. Thank you, Billy. She then gave me a kiss right there on the cheek. And I was hard as a rock for Jesus immediately, people. What? Let's take a break for a, a minute. I need to drink a beer. I'm losing my buzz. Okay, so everything was going great. Donovan's grades started to go up. He was starting to really shine for the Lord. One day after school, I walked Donovan to our FCA meeting. Hey, Billy, I just wanted to say I'm sorry for spanking your ass with the guys. I was immature, and I just thought I was being funny. I'm sorry. Donovan, look, you were just trying to fit in. You are the best one on the team. That makes you the spiritual leader. They listen to you. When, when you set the president that you can just humiliate and bait someone's ass with a towel, they follow. So if you just behave as a strong Christian leader in the right way, and say, hey, let's treat this young man right. They will follow. You, you think I'm really a spiritual leader? Well, yeah. You just need to stick up for what is right. Oh, I guess I just never saw myself like that. I see you as a strong leader. Are you kidding me? You are Donovan fucking Mitchell, for Christ's sakes. You led the school to so many damn championships. And this week, you're going to win that big basketball game. Because now, you got Jesus Christ. I couldn't believe that Donovan Mitchell thought I was a strong spiritual leader. So I started opening up to Donovan. 
Hey Donovan, I kind of have this thing for Brenda. I want to ask her to prom. I just, you know, kind of get a little nervous. Dude, you got this shit. She's a beautiful girl. I can kind of see something between you two, really. At the FCA meeting, we started singing a few songs. Come all over me. Wow, that was fantastic, guys. Let's pray for Donovan for his big game this week and for everyone's safety next week. I hope to Christ no one gets murdered by a drunk imbecile. So we prayed. Then the meeting was adjourned. I got on my bike, not a motorcycle, but a bicycle, and started pedaling home. While you know, pedaling home, a car cut right in front of me and, and was blocking me. A bunch of jocks got out of the car. Where are you going, Bella? I've got to get on home, guys. Do you really think Donovan believes the bullshit you're teaching him? Well, yeah, Christ saved him, so yeah. <laughs> he wants to get you back for making him join FCA. He thinks you're a loser. I swear, he makes fun of you at practice all the time. It was even his idea that we whipped your ass in the shower in the first place. No, no, sir. I believe Jesus Christ changed him. You're not going to tell me different. Believe what you want, but Donovan is ten inches in your lady right now, Brenda. What? Well, do you remember what a nice hog Donovan has? I mean, yeah, all you guys have a good one. But especially Donovan. Yeah, his pater has long, flowing, blonde hair, pubes, I mean, and a head so strong. His wiener... Looks like Hulk Hogan in his prime, like when he did that movie Mr. Nanny. But Donovan Shaft had way more muscles and veins than Hulkamania ever had. His dick is a marvel, to say the least. Okay, well, imagine that, but inside Brenda. And Brenda say, oh, Donovan, fuck ye Give me, give it to me. Oh, God. No, I don't fucking believe it. Just go back to the FCA room. I swear. You swear to Jesus Christ? Yeah, I swear Jesus Christ he's fucking her. So I go back, and I peek into that classroom window, and I see Donovan and Brenda doing things people should only do after marriage. I was so mad. I thought about confronting them, but at the same time, I realized I have yet to make a move on Brenda, so it would make me look pathetic and stupid to act like Brenda cheated on me. I couldn't blame Brenda because Donovan looked gorgeous. The way they were just going at each other, he looked like a wild stallion in stride. I was more concerned with Donovan's betrayal of our friendship. Or, you know, what I thought was a friendship. The sad thing was I was taking in Brenda's beauty. As she was doing Donovan, of course. But it was still nice to see her naked. At that moment, I thought I need to do something. I need to do Donovan's girlfriend to get back at him. But how? Bridget is even harder than Brenda. 
No offense to Brenda, but I mean, damn, Bridget looked good. I thought Donovan was my friend, but he fucked me over like a little douche. So I devised a plan to ultimately get Donovan back for all his transgressions against me and God. Damn it! I think we hit something. I think it was either a deer or, or maybe even a, maybe a young child. I don't know what the fuck it was. Let's keep going. I'm just a little buzzed. Buzz driving is not drunk driving, by the way. The next day at school, Donovan was talking to me about some party they were going to be having the night before the big basketball game. He wanted me, of all people, to go. I bet he had some sort of plan to humiliate me at this damn party. I thought maybe I could strike before Donovan did, so I thought maybe I should just take the bait and give him some bait so that I can make my move first. Hey Donovan, do you think I could preach at this house party? I could preach to all the kids at the house party about being careful this prom season. I could see the wheels turning in Donovan's head, so I kept planting that seed. I, I just haven't preached too often in a group setting, so... I just don't know how well I would do, you know? I don't want to embarrass myself. Uh, I think you'll do fine. You're great at speaking at our events, so I think that's a great idea. What time is the party? Uh, you know, nine o'clock. Did you just make a cock joke? Yep, yep I did. That was good. Okay, let's say I do my big sermon around 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So that way we can get drunk. Also, be sure to stay close by for emotional support during the sermon. I totally trust you to let me know if I should throw in the towel or not. Let everyone know I will be preaching at 11 Hopefully, everyone will enjoy it. Don't worry. I think everyone will be super entertained. I knew that whatever Donovan was going to do to me would happen at 11 p.m. I knew that me preaching was too much of a target for him to ignore. He wanted to embarrass me. If I had to guess, Donovan's plan may have been something like get me drunk, let me preach, Tell me he fucked Brenda to my face. Everyone laughs at me. And then him and his jock crew spank my ass again in front of everybody. That was my guess. So I would need to strike first. So that night I arrived with Donovan at his house party. It was wild. People were drinking and doing keg stands playing topless beer pong and all sorts of wild crazy stuff so i got a beer and i sipped on it eventually donovan got me to loosen up and i got him to loosen up too hey billy come over here and do a shot with us i don't know i'm trying to stay sober enough to give a sermon this evening donovan dude we're doing a shot off of kimber gregory's breast 
Y'all know me, I couldn't turn something like that down. Alright, let's fucking go! So they pour a bunch of liquor down her beautiful bosoms. It's just like a beautiful waterfall cascading over them juicy tits as it comes down all over me. Yeah, hell yeah! He is one fucking awesome preacher. I love this fucking guy. Thanks, buddy! Thank you! Donovan and I got plastered drunk. The room was spinning like a damn fan. We are all high-fiving and cussing and doing all kinds of crazy shit. Having a damn good time, I get to thinking, maybe I was reading too much into the situation. Maybe Donovan really was a Christian and has changed. Maybe he really wasn't trying to set me up for some kind of humiliation. I get it. Donovan got it on with my angel Brenda. We weren't dating or anything. He is a popular guy. He nails a lot of women, for God's sake. We just did shots off Kimber Gregory's The Cheerleader's Brass. So, I mean, this guy is going to get laid, regardless of who it is. I mean, he isn't trying to date her or anything, and he kept his encounter with Brenda private, so maybe he's, you know, actually is trying to be my friend. I can't blame him for wanting to have sex with Brenda. I wanted to have sex with Brenda, too. Maybe not all those exact positions Donovan could execute, but some of the less complicated ones for sure. Yeah, I watched him that day for about an hour. Hey, Donovan, I've got a piss. Yeah, dude, get ready because in about an hour it's time for you to preach, homie. So I go outside to piss. I see a group of jocks talking by the dumpster. They don't see me pissing, watching, and listening. <laughs> Yeah, so when that dumbass preacher gets up to preach, Donovan's gonna let him know that he fucked his girl, Brenda, and that he never believed in that bullshit Christianity. Then you know Billy probably gonna cry, and then we're gonna beat his ass with the towels again. And straight up this time, we beat his ass even harder, just like what Donovan had planned. It was just like I thought. But the worst thing of it all was the fact that Donovan didn't even believe in God. What a rat fucking bastard. I decided I would go through with my plan now that I had confirmation. There was a really nerdy girl from our FCA group who was one of the rookie members who really wanted to step up in the ranks. Her name was Dorothea. I approached her earlier that day. Dorothea, if you could do this for me, Brenda is gone. You will be vice president of FCA. Okay, what do I have to do? I want you to lure Donovan Mitchell up to a bedroom upstairs and give him a special cock tail. You can sleep with him or not. That's your business. I'm not one to judge. However, I need him to be incapacitated by the time you are done with him. I'll work him over really good. No, I'm being serious. I need you to give him these drugs. I got these roofies from my cousin, 
and some prescription sleep meds from my grandmother. I stole it, basically. I mixed that shit together into this cocktail bottle. I need you to give it to him. Okay, I'll give him the drugs. Relax. I just don't get how this is, um, a good Christian thing to do. What are you going to do to him once he's, you know, incapacitated? Look, the less you know, the better. It's all for Jesus, though. Donovan is planning on humiliating me, you, and the whole FCA department. The state of our Christian organization depends on me teaching Donovan a fucking lesson. It will bring him to Jesus. This is a covert mission, and once we carry it out, it must never be mentioned to a living being ever. I need you to help me, Dorothea, and I can't trust Brenda. Oh, I can't trust her at all. I need your help. Like I said, you, you do this, you are the vice president. Brenda is gone like yesterday's trash. After the possum's shit all in it. Oh, I'll do it. Brenda's a fucking bitch. So Dorothy and I came up with a plan, a backup plan, just in case Dorothy could not seduce Donovan for whatever reason. So Dorothy approached Donovan and attempted to put the plan into motion. Well, hey there. Uh, hey. You're an FCA group, right? Yeah, I think it's really awesome what God did for you and stuff. Yeah, pretty awesome. Thanks. Could we go, um, upstairs? Upstairs? Yeah, you are such a strong, good-looking guy. I want to get to know you upstairs, alone. I've got this cocktail. I want to share this cocktail with you. Look, I'm not interested. You're a sweet girl and all, but... No, no, no. I have a friend upstairs. It's my mom. She wants you to tag team us. Your mom is here? And she wants to have a three-way? Are you serious? Yeah. Well, let's go upstairs. Come on. They went upstairs to an empty room. Uh, where's your mom at? Uh, she'll be right in. Don't, don't worry, baby. Let me get started on you. No, this seems like a trick. Look, Dorothy, I don't want to get it on with you. I thought the mother-daughter thing seemed kind of cool. If that's not the arrangement... I don't want to do anything with it. Dorothea was failing to seduce Donovan, so we had to go to phase two, the backup plan. I had a gym bag full of my mother's clothes. I put on one of her sexy outfits involving lacy underwear. I did my makeup and I put a wig on. I looked like Norman Bates and I entered the room. Hello, Mother. We have Donovan here. Um... He said he was into our, um, you know, three-way idea. Yes, young man. I want you to pound me and my daughter into oblivion. I pulled my bra off. Jesus Christ. My daughter said you were a religious boy. Come over here and suck my nipples, Dorothea. <coughs> That's right, baby. <coughs> I knew her ever since she was a baby. Oh, God, Mom. Your nipples are so hairy. You like that religious boy? 
Oh my god. This is so hot. Let's all share a cock tale. Dorothy had kept trying to kiss Donovan, but Donovan would push her away. He was focused solely on me. I want to see your mom more. Show me some more of mommy. Oh yeah, Church, I forgot to tell you. I put a pound of sliced roast beef in the front of my panties to both hide my penis and to make it look like, you know, uh, a woman's lower lips. So I pulled the front of my panties to the side. Oh, my mommy. What the hell? Do you mind if I rub one out while you work on that cock tail? Mmm, that feels so good. I rubbed the hell out of that roast beef. Donovan was just staring at me and not drinking the cocktail. Yeah, Donovan, have a drink, please. God. I'm way too turned on to drink. Please, take a drink. I can't take this anymore. This is disturbing. You have been a bad boy, Donovan. A very bad boy. Have a drink to eat with your dinner. Donovan started to lean over towards my, you know, area. He was ready to go to town on me. I stopped him with my foot to his forehead. Before you eat, you must drink. Well, I thought you eat and then drink. This is weird. Why must I drink a cocktail? I just drank a bunch of beer. I'm primed and ready. I then remembered the cool thing we did with Kimber Gregory, drinking from her titties. So I thought of an idea. Dorothea, why don't you pour this cocktail down my lady parts below and let Donovan drink? Sort of like a, you know, a pussy funnel. Okay, I get it now. Now you're talking. Sorry, I guess I didn't pick up on what you wanted me to do. I thought it was kind of weird you were talking about drinking. And now I see just what you wanted to do was something kinky. I'm sort of new to this sort of mother-daughter three-way thing. I mean, I've had many three-ways, but nothing like this. All right, let's do this. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Okay, get ready, Donovan. I'm about to pour. Okay, I'm ready. I'm pouring. Oh, God, what the hell? Mmm, that's so good. That tastes amazing. I'm so glad you like rock a bye baby rock a bye baby rock a bye baby on the treetops when that wind blows that cooter will rock uh, uh, is this roast beef why are you singing that? What the fuck? When the bell breaks, the cradle will fall, and down will come baby cooter and all. Lights out, motherfucker. My god, you really are insane. Well, thank you, Mrs. Vice President. I, I can't believe Donovan 
would rather have you than me. What the hell is wrong with me? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I see a beautiful, uh, a powerful, Republican, Christian, beautiful woman. When I look at you, I see Christ. And frankly, I'm turned on. Donovan is a dumb ass. I would gladly get on with you and your mom. And I would focus mainly on you. I can assure you that, given the fact that I've seen your mom a few times. And she's a little bigger than I prefer. Not bad, though. I would still fuck the living hell out of your mom. I would bend her over and go to town on that mom badge. And she would probably fuck my brains out back. And act like she knows more about sex because she's an older woman. And act like she needs to give pointers to you on the art of fucking. But I would mainly be focused on you. How beautiful you are, sweetheart. You really think I'm beautiful? Well, yeah. Inside and out. You just helped me bring this young man closer to Jesus. In an unusual way. You are ten times the woman Brenda could ever be. Once I do the dirty with Donovan's girlfriend, Bridget, I think we could, um... You know, definitely continue what we have going on here. I thought this was about bringing Donovan to Jesus. Why must you do his girlfriend? I must break his soul so he comes to Jesus and is saved. He hurts others, mainly me. I must save the people he hurts. Donovan is a monster. He was planning to destroy the FCA tonight by humiliating me and God. He fucked Brenda to humiliate me. I actually liked Brenda at one time. Now I know she is a whore and is in bed with the enemy. It ends tonight. Praise Jesus Christ, you are helping Donovan. We got so turned on that we had a quickie right there on Donovan's passed out body. Then I got dressed back in my man clothes and wiped the makeup off my face. Dorothea then helped me throw Donovan's body out the back window. Donovan landed head first out the window. I hurried out to the back and drugged Donovan's body to his car and I put him in the driver's seat. I went back into the party. I grabbed the trash that had numerous empty bear cans and emptied the trash all into Donovan's car. I got in the seat beside Donovan and I started the car. I drove him towards the police department at about 60 miles per hour. I opened the passenger door and I rolled out. The car crashed into the police department's flagpole. The car ignited into flames. Oh shit! I didn't want to kill him. That wasn't part of the plan, so I ran to the driver's side door, opened it, and got Donovan out. I drugged him away from the vehicle and put him to the ground. Hey kid, are you alright? What the hell happened here? Yes officer, I, I, I was at a house party to preach to the kids. I was going to preach. Uh, Donovan was drinking and I saw him get into his car. So I ran after and I saw him crash. So I saved him. Jesus Christ, boy. 
You're a hero! No, no, I wouldn't say that. No, boy, you are a hero. I hate to do this, but Donovan will have to go to the hospital and then be placed into custody. This is obviously a DUI. My picture was put in the newspaper. Young student saves life. Everyone at school was calling me a hero, including Donovan's girlfriend. So I asked her to prom since Donovan couldn't take her. So, um, I figured I could. And she said yes. Donovan was in critical condition and remained in the hospital. The boys' basketball team ended up losing the big game without Donovan's help. After the game, I helped sneak the opposing winning team into the locker room while the jocks were showering. I provided them with towels. General Lee High School whooped the hell out of their asses. They made my ass whipping look like a walk in the park compared to theirs. Brenda was kicked out of FCA and Dorothea was approved as the new vice president. I went to the hospital to visit Donovan. Hey Donovan, I brought you a Bible. Thanks man, I heard you saved my life. Well, you know, I did what I had to do. Look man, I owe you an apology. You're the real deal. You're a true Christian. I was such a bad guy. All I cared about was getting laid and sports, alcohol, and bullying others. Hey, I just tried to show you Jesus Christ in his fullness. I messed up, man. I'm probably going to jail. I can't play sports anymore. I failed in school. I got a DUI. And most of all, I truly never did accept God. I'm experiencing these things because God is punishing me for my wicked ways. See, Donovan, you're finally getting it. Is there any transgressions you would like to confess to me and to God? Confess your sins and believe in God, and you will go to heaven. See, God is obviously punishing you for a reason. Well, truth is, I always thought of FCA as a bunch of losers. That's actually not true. You're an awesome man. You saved my life. The night of the party, I was planning on humiliating you and whipping your bare ass with a towel again in front of everyone and telling you I never accepted God and I thought your religion was a joke. Yes, and, um, is there anything else? I mean, that's all I can think of. <laughs> Donovan, Donovan, are you sure? That's it. Billy, I laid it all out for you. I'm sorry. I want to go to heaven and see my mom when I die. I regret what I did to you. Okay. God forgives you. Thank you, Billy. Thank you for saving me. Let me confess some sins to you. Because I also want God to forgive me. I doubt you need to confess, Billy. No one has messed up like I have. No. I must lay this at Jesus' fate. Okay. Okay. One day, I saw someone I thought was my friend. Fucking the girl I just told him that day that I liked. You left that part out, you asshole! I know about Brenda! You, you saw us? I'm sorry, Billy. I didn't want to tell you about that. 
I didn't want to hurt you. Believe me, Billy, I'm sorry. I'm going to be a better Christian, I promise. Okay, okay. Well, I have more to confess. I then dressed up like Dorothea's mother. I had roast beef in my panties, dumbass. We drugged you. And then I drove you into that flagpole, you son of a bitch, at the police station. The car ignited, and I had no choice but to get you out of that car. What the fuck, man? You're a twisted piece of shit. I'm not done. You will listen to every fucking word I have to say. Tonight, I will be taking Bridget to the prom. She already said yes, and she is very appreciative that I saved your life. I'm pretty sure a girl like that will show me how appreciative she is after prom. I plan on fucking her. You son of a bitch. I don't feel so good. What happened? I don't know. We were just having a nice conversation about God. Oh, God, Donovan, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Give a shock. Clear. Again. Clear. Time of death, 5.47 p.m. Donovan passed. I truly believe, although he did some horrible, ungodly things while he was alive, he joined his mom in heaven. He truly confessed his sins and believed in Jesus before he died. I went over and kissed his forehead. Go be with your mom, sweet angel. <laughs> Fly, damn you! <gasps> Fly! Fly away to heaven. I ended up going to prom that night, and I made love to Bridget. I felt bad about it, though. I saved Donovan from hell, but it took killing him to make it happen. And for him to wake up, this should be a wake-up call for you. This prom season, a lot of DUIs will not wake up. And we'll go straight to hell. I hope y'all enjoyed my sermon. We are at the school now. I'm pulling in. I think we hit their damn flagpole. Shit. It looks like there's a ceremony going on. Who the hell do you think you are? I just got crowned homecoming queen. And I'm about to make my speech. Uh, give me that microphone, bitch. No, uh, let go. Shut up. Listen, everyone. Your kids are going to go out, get drunk, and get laid. Your kids will die because they either DUI'd or were innocent bystanders who got DUI'd by somebody else who DUI'd. Are you drunk? You literally just DUI'd our homecoming. Look, everyone. There was a boy. A little boy. Well, he was a high school boy. I used to go to this school long ago. His name was Donovan Mitchell. He died in the hospital from complications of DUI.
I saved his life momentarily, right after the crash. During that hospital stay, Donovan Mitchell gave his life to the Lord, who was Jesus Christ at the time. As y'all know, Trump is Lord now. Donovan got saved. And I said the Lord's Prayer with him that night, and he got saved. Sadly, though, Donovan passed right after he confessed his sins. Donovan is with his mother in heaven, who also died from a crash. Do not be a Donovan Mitchell tonight! If you want to have sex, I can't stop you. I will even cheer you on. I'll even watch if you let me. That's your choice. But don't drink and drive. Have sex instead. That's a fair trade-off. Brandon, could you lead us in a song of worship? These people don't care about one religion being taught in our school. It's not the Muslim religion, so they're good with it. If you want to complain, take your kid and fuck off. So what if you leave here today and Trump is not your president? Where would you go? Would you go to heaven or the lake of fire? Let me give you kids and parents a death scenario. Let's say you are a horticulturist growing a carnivorous plant from the Jurassic period. This plant is capable of eating large animals. It's called the vulva mulva. What kind of plant is that? I'm in agriculture class and there's no plant called a vulva mulva. Shut your damn mouth. You obviously need to pay more attention in class because there is a vulva mulva. And that vulva mulva is beautiful. Okay, so let me continue. That vulva mulva eats large animals. You had originally started off giving it rabbits or mice and feeding it once, two to three times, four, five, six, four, three times a week. That was when your vulva mulva was small. Now your vulva mulva has grown and blossomed, quadrupled in size, and this eating period comes not just once a month, but every week now. It craves large animals like deers or cows, and this eating period will produce a vulva mulva with heavy dripping blood for a period of days. Your vulva mulva is out of control. So one day, you're trying to get a cow onto your platform plunger thing that will lower the plunger into the vulva mulva mouth. The cow is very uncooperative. You try using your taser stick to lure him more onto the platform. The cow bites the taser stick causing you to fall onto the platform. The cow then runs over top of you, bumping the switchboard on the way out, causing the plunger and you to go right in that vulva mulva. 
that plant, that vulva mulva, eats you alive, you pass on, where would you go? I want to ask, if you don't know Trump, to give your life to him today. Change your voter registration. Come to Trump. Don't die like I just described and go to hell. Don't get a DUI and die and go to hell either. I beg you, come forward and I will lead you to Trump. We'll go to his Mar-a-Lago house together. Come now. Join our church. Subscribe to us. Let's all try to come all together with the Lord and to come to the Lord. Think about the Volvo Mobile if you have to. Or think about Trump. That might get you there faster, people. Isn't it just so great when you time it just right? Oh, I just came. Never mind. Can someone else drive us back to the church? Those beers are uh, really starting to kick in. I don't want to get a DUI. There are enough adolescent drunk assholes on the road, so I don't need to add to it. I'm drunk too, Pastor White. How about you, Miss Gregory? No, I've had a few martinis and... I'm lit as a motherfucker. What about you, Barry Mule? Uh, I had Mad Dog 2020 with a stray dog today. I'm sorry, I don't want to risk getting a DUI and being featured on 2020 episode for killing my entire church being Mad Dog 2020 drunk with a stray dog who is a nice, not mad dog. 20 years of human age in 2020, in fact, because it was featured on 2020 in the year 2020, so he's about 22 now and has 2020 vision. His name is Max. It was his birthday, hence the reason we were drinking Mad Dog 2020. <sighs> okay. You're making my head hurt, Barry Mule. I saw you over there with that drunk-ass old dog. It was really distracting trying to lead people to the Lord and see you drinking with Max. Is there anyone in our church who's not fucking drunk? You're all drunk? How about you, Brandon? Um, I only had a six-pack of Bud, so yeah, I can get us back. <laughs>